Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? You know, Arch, uh, leading up to the NFL season when you gave us our budgets to do the uh, sports betting, did you uh, ever think that someone would set uh, $50 on fire by moneylining the Giants in the playoffs against the Eagles? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, you know, speaking of money on fire, the NFL office is going to be really busy today because they're going to have to go in there and issue a bunch of refunds from uh, Atlanta, Georgia for a game that's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, Joe Burrow, I, I, you know, I. Maybe that winter storm is there. We went on time. A swagger. Like he, he addressed he, he, that he, he uh, post game when he was there. issuing those refunds. <laughs> Wait, am I, am I rosing? Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, I hit a dead spot. You know what the problem is? I, I started so stupid early. It was midnight. I'm less than an hour from being done for the day. So my, my where I'm supposed to be is kind of all out of whack. But, uh, yeah, the NFL office will be really busy issuing those refunds for everybody that bought tickets to be in Atlanta this weekend. That's that's true. <laughs> well, hopefully there's no kind of fee. <laughs> you know, hopefully they don't hold on to a piece of it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I never bought playoff tickets to a game that wasn't going to happen. I don't know about you, Max. I, I oh fuck you, uh, <laughs> fuck you, man. God damn it. Oh, that's fucking harsh. You, I've told you that horror story, right? <laughs> I've told you the horror story. Fucking back to back seasons of fucking buying Mets playoff tickets, and yeah, okay. Uh, I was about to make a joke as I feel. I feel bad for the Atlantic economy. What are those strippers going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be a long time before they've got Atlanta fucking playoff uh, uh, for football there. So you, you strippers are yeah. going to have to find another way to do uh, take care of your payday loans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You think, if, you think if the Falcons ever do make the playoffs, they'll at least put in a request. Can we have our game on a Saturday since Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday? Yeah, I'm sure the, the NFL will bend over backwards for that one. Yeah, yeah. Right. mind-blowingly stupid. Why would you fucking do that? Like, I mean, why, why do you put it? Come on, really? Makes no sense to me. Uh, a lot of things don't make sense to me. Uh, let's uh, let's kind of go out of order here. What doesn't make sense to me is that fucking Dallas last drive in that game. Wow. Yesterday. You talk about possibly one of the worst last drives since last year's playoffs when Dallas had, had a terrible <laughs> last drive against San Francisco. Uh, it would be this one. Um down seven, 45 seconds left, and I, twice Dalton Schultz couldn't get out of fucking bounds, right? Twice. They, they, you know, just eight fucking clock up there. Uh, Dak almost took a safety at one point. It was it was not good. It was not good. Uh, McCarthy's job should be on the line. It's not. A uh, fucking asshole after the game said that McCarthy's safe, but wow, guys. I mean, my instant reactions here, and, and this is just instant reactions, is Eagles going to the Super Bowl. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. I know a lot of people fucking talking about how good San Francisco was, yada, yada, yada. I, I didn't fucking see it. They were just lucky that Dallas was shitty, which, I mean, Dallas just played their fucking game that we expected them to play. Uh, San Francisco did not look great out there. Mm. 
And if it wasn't for that, I mean, Dallas should have tied that fucking game up. <laughs> like they, you know, it's like not like they were not moving the ball against San Francisco in that final drive. It's just they were moving the ball inbounds. <laughs> That would have been a great third quarter drive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would have been great in the third quarter. Maybe they should have thought about that game plan then. Did, did McCarthy mix up his fucking playbooks? Like, oh, shit, we did the fourth quarter plays in the third quarter. Let's uh, let's just run these. They'll be fine. God. Panther, thoughts? I think a lot of you know, a lot of scrutiny comes into coaches when it comes to two-minute drills, game on the line, what are you going to do? And, you know, obviously McCarthy failed miserably with the play calling and that last play, like Ezekiel Elliott is your center, the offensive line's nowhere to be found. Like, what the fuck kind of gimmick play was that supposed to be that didn't happen? Uh, you know, I, I don't know that San Francisco played shitty. Dallas just made so many mistakes. I mean, two interceptions that actually were Dak Prescott's fault. Those were not, you know, oh, bounce here, whatever. He threw them to the wrong team. Uh, he had a, another missed extra point, blocked, but missed nonetheless. Um, just, just things that just Dallas screwed up and didn't do right. And yet they were still in that game with 45 seconds left, but with pressure, you know, make those snap decisions, 45 seconds. They obviously don't spend a lot of time on those, you know, decisions. I thought the better team won. I did not want to see Dallas-Philadelphia part three, although we would have had both starting quarterbacks for the first time all season. I think this is all the teams that I thought what we're going to win did win. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't really have much else to add about last night's game that I only watched the highlights. I'm going to echo your sentiments, Max, because that was my thought, too, as soon as the game was over. If uh, it takes San Francisco that long to like really find a rhythm, the score might be twenty-eight oh, to zero against fucked. the Eagles. Yeah, fucked, fucked yeah. at that point, and we saw we saw that in that that Eagles Giants game as well. And then you, know, you, I joked about me money lining the Giants. Uh, you guys remember I prefaced it with they got to get the ball first, they got to eat the fucking clock, and they can't let Philadelphia score and then score again. And what happened? Philadelphia got the ball first, they scored, and they scored again. Once the Giants went down fourteen, it was it was done. It was done at that point. They got punched in the face so far, the Giants couldn't recover. And you're telling me that San Francisco, the way that they played offense last night, is going to be able to keep up with Philadelphia? I don't fucking think so. Mm-hmm. And the gap the gap between San Francisco's defense and Philadelphia's defense is not as big as a gap between San Francisco's and Dallas's. And Dallas is a pretty good defense. Dallas got, Dallas got to Purdy a couple of times. That offensive line, as good as it was, let, let Purdy kind of get pressured. Uh, San Francisco... I think they're in trouble against the, the Eagles. I hate to say it. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think they're in trouble. I think they're going to put up a lot more resistance of Philadelphia than the Giants did. Um, but it could be the same thing, same exact same situation. Now, they got more talent. They got more weapons. But if San Francisco gets punched in the mouth right out of the gate and fall down 14 to nothing like the Giants did, do they get game planned out, get game planned out of what they want to do? Does that... Uh, get rid of the running game and start throwing more to McCaffrey and those weapons. I mean, there's a big difference between the Giants and the 49ers when it comes up to resistance. The Giants were completely outclassed. And like you said, everything that could not happen when we talked about it on Friday, that couldn't happen for the Giants, it happened. And they were just <laughs> ran completely out of the building. Yeah. I'm not sure there's much to talk about in that Giants Eagles game. Uh, there was this is clearly it was a good season by the Giants, a very good season by the Giants, given what they had. But, you know, reality catches up to you eventually. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and Hertz was still a little bit banged up, but he looked good enough out there, mm-hmm. right? He, he you know looked better than he did in that week eighteen. The extra week helped, and he's you know I, I think that he's going to be fine heading into that game against San Francisco. And really, you know, the NFC um, should be a good matchup, and the AFC should be a good matchup, as Panther alluded to. No Atlanta game; it's going to happen in Kansas City, and so the Bengals. We all saw that coming, right? The Bengals uh, heading to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs uh, in two interesting games. Uh, interesting one, you know, the Chiefs game. Uh, Pat Mahomes gets injured. We'll see a lot of people getting fucking freaked out. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> there goes the season. Uh, but, yeah, you know, high ankle sprain. He just needed to get it taped up properly. So Chad Henney came in for a few series and kind of held the fort down. So, so you know, uh, not a great game by uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think uh, same thing. Reality kind of caught up with the Jaguars. They were probably a season away or so from, you know, if they can get some some more weapons on that team. Um, you know, th- there's probably a wide receiver from uh, the Cardinals that's looking to get his way out. And maybe he ends up over there in Jacksonville and be a fucking prime weapon for, for Trevor Lawrence there. But, you know, the th- season caught up with them and then the Chiefs, you know, Chiefs, even with Hedy in there, they just they just looked like they were on cruise control out there. It, it, I know it was a closer game than backdoor cover and shit like that, but it, it was not as close as the scoreboard said uh, that the Chiefs, the Chiefs just looked like the better team all around. Yeah, we know how many one legged quarterbacks it takes to beat the Jaguars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, Hedy. They kind of went down exactly how we thought it would. Like if Kansas City was going to win, and what did we see out of Jacksonville? You know, building in the future, more of a a measuring stick. How far away are we? Listen, this team, remarkable improvement for the shit show that the Jaguars were last year for three-fourths of the season under Urban Meyer. Um, I tell you, though, end of the game, Trevor Lawrence takes the L. He's standing in the the, uh, tunnel waiting on the guys. Just giving a pat on the back, high fives or whatever. Like they've got a leader. I, I tell you what, I saw out of Trevor Lawrence this year. I'm a believer. Trevor Lawrence is going to get his shot at some point. He's going to get his shot at a Super Bowl. I-, I like this kid a lot. They've got a leader. They've got a proven commodity. They've got something to build on with him and NTN and Doug Peterson. And in that division, uh, Jack. I mean, is, is it far to say that Jacksonville is the class of that division right now? No, it's not far to no, say. It's, no, it's, no. Yeah, it's not far. No, of course not. Because uh, you, you got the Colts who are still kicking themselves for fucking like when Sirianni walk out the fucking door. Um, and Colts that have no fucking plan or really an owner who's a drunk that scares uh, coaches' wives. <laughs> and uh, you got Houston who probably going to fucking just build, bring Bill O'Brien back unless fucking New England brings him back first. Um and, and then you got the Titans that, you know, maybe maybe their new general manager will actually make a fucking move after what? It seems like a goddamn decade of just sitting around doing fucking nothing. Uh, it absolutely seems like the Jaguars have the AFC South as, you know, really, I love Doug Peterson out there. It seems like he's he's doing wonders for Trevor Lawrence. They just, yeah, they just need some more weapons out there. When Christian Kirk's your fucking top wide receiver, then you got fucking problems. Right? <laughs> Christian Kirk was a three over there in Arizona, and, and he's your top wide receiver. You 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 bring uh, Christian Kirk's old buddy from from uh, Arizona though, and you know DeAndre Hopkins, very familiar with the AFC South. I think uh, I think that would instantly kind of turn that offense uh, to something a little bit more dynamic. Oh, agreed, one hundred percent. They still need some pieces, um, but yeah, yeah. But wow, I mean, yeah, very impressive season. But Doug Peterson, he's the he's the fucking man. I mean, Jesus, he's he's a quarterback whisperer. You can tell he's 
he's uh, you know, definitely from the Reed tree. He's he's maximizing his quarterback's potential. That's for sure. God, what a, what a good season by Jacksonville. It, it really was. And and then yeah, I think you were the question. We're obviously going to talk about the Bengals here in a minute, but I think the question leading into this weekend now is. What is Mahomes playing? I know there's no doubt Mahomes is playing, but does that high ankle sprain create some mobility issues for him? Some limited things that they'll do going forward. That's about the only question that came out of that game is is how mobile will Mahomes be? Yeah, I, it's it's a good question. Uh, I don't think that Mahomes is a guy that necessarily has to create with his legs. Of course, you know he can extend the plays, and and he, he you know he loves to do that whole like running up to the fucking line of scrimmage, then throwing the ball. So uh, maybe they're a little bit more conservative with that play calling there. That that Cincinnati defense, of course, is, uh, could be aggressive and and try to uh, exploit that. But um, I, I think he'll be, you know mobile enough he looked fine out there you know of course there's some adrenaline but just taping it after that game they're gonna have a whole week for him to rest uh they're gonna fucking pump him fill full of whatever they fucking need to painkillers and fucking uh <laughs> you know uh whatever shots they're gonna fucking shoot in his ankle he'll be fine i hope so i hope i hope so uh it's definitely gonna be a it's gonna be a challenge facing cincinnati but i will say the chiefs offensive line looked amazing especially when yeah. Mahomes got hobbled, they all stepped up. I mean, Mahomes had college football pockets back there. Well, so did Henny. I, I think, yeah. I think yeah. that, that, that stemmed from them saying, he's like, all right, listen. I think Reed basically said to the offensive line, listen, you're, you're, you're going to play your best fucking game all season right now to fucking keep Chad yeah. Henny standing up. You uh -huh. know, uh, And from what I understand is there was no doubt that Mahomes was going to come back into the game. Their whole thing is like, we need to tape up your ankle in a certain way to prevent it from breaking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and that, that was the fucking conversation that Mahomes was pissed off. It's like, listen, they said, well, you're going to get back into the game eventually. We send you out right now, your ankle's going to break, and we can't afford that. So that, that was the whole fucking conversation with him. Uh, but yeah, they do play Cincinnati because uh, they just dominated. I don't even know the word, dominated the fucking Bills yesterday. That was, that was an ass whooping. Yeah, I mean, we, we can talk about the Giants and the Eagles being an ass whipping, and we all kind of saw that coming. It's a, even the dumbass that fucking money on the Giants probably saw that coming. Uh, <laughs> but like, really, the Bengals beat the shit out of Buffalo. It, it seemed like the Bengals were more comfortable playing in the snow than Buffalo was. It, they, they almost used it to their advantage. Mixon looked like he was fucking ice skating out there at times, and I, the, the the defense was was just somehow using it to propel themselves faster at Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen's uh, mobility came into question yesterday. I do believe that Joey Burrow fucking out, outrushed him. I'd have to double check that, but it just seemed like uh, Burrow was was running much better than Burrow, uh, than, than uh, Allen was. Top to bottom, uh, the Bengals came, played a complete game, and the Bills, man, it was, it was that nightmare scenario. We talked about the Bills all season. Uh, Allen didn't look great out there. That defense didn't play great, and uh, that's you know when your offense centers around Stefan Diggs, if if you neutralize Stefan Diggs like we saw, there was nothing. Buffalo had nothing. No, completely agree. I you know I said going Friday going into it that I thought Cincinnati had the better quarterback, they had the better wide receiver, and what really stood out was the better rushing game. Joe Mixon just bulldozed over that deep answer for the Bengals rushing attack and I think what makes things worse for Buffalo is Josh Allen probably is their best rusher like they might need to address 
their running back situation because they couldn't get anything going, uh, much like the Giants in Jacksonville, you know, playing from behind, really got game scripted out of anything else that they wanted to do. But this is the 10th win in a row for these Bengals. I mean, you talk about a team that's playing high. They're clicking on all cylinders, except for that offensive line. They were down three offensive linemen, and Burrow still had time to throw. Like, this team is is just looks like the team to beat, and I, I don't know what else you're supposed to say about it. Like, this team looks like they're the one that is hungry with the chip on the shoulder, and nobody has an answer for them right now. Sure doesn't seem to. I was, I would, this game, Buffalo-Cincinnati, was the shock of the weekend, the way it went down. If you ask me, of all the games, this was the biggest shock. I could not envision where Buffalo would absolutely look helpless and inept. I just couldn't envision that scenario because they haven't. Even when they're not looking great, they, all, they usually have you know a few series where they get right back into things and then swing. To be absolutely humiliated like this, I was blown away by that. Yeah, and the Panthers' point, uh, Samaji Piran, the backup for Cincinnati, looked like the better running back than anything <laughs> that Buffalo put out there. Like, I, I, like honestly, like, it's, it's like, shit, it's like, Buffalo's probably looking at Piran, it's like, can we make a trade right now? Can we bring him over? Because, like, you know, we, we needed the running game. Uh, and I just double-checked. Uh, of course, uh, Cincinnati, total rushing yards, 172, uh, compared to Buffalo, 63. Mm. Not going to win a fucking snow game with rushing 63 yards, that's for sure. Joe Mixon, of course, had 105 of those. But Samaji P. Ryan with 33, Joe Burrow with 31. Josh Allen led the Buffalo rushing attack with 26. Hmm. So uh, Joe Burrow out, outrushed uh, Josh <laughs> Allen there. And then, yeah, two touchdowns, no interceptions compared to you know Josh Allen's zero touchdowns, one interception. Uh, yeah, I, just, I was shocked. I was shocked. And, of course, you know... Um, I, I I had Buffalo winning and covering this game, and you know I of course there was you know not not no doubt. I mean there was there was definitely uh, you know in my head like chances that that Cincinnati was going to win the game. Like I you know it wasn't like a hundred percent. Like I said, the uh, the Chiefs were a hundred percent beating uh, uh, Jacksonville. <laughs> even with even taking out their quarterback, I was like yeah that should be fine, but. Not not that type of beatdown. Not like that. That that was embarrassing for Buffalo. I think they they have a long fucking off season to reflect. Uh, Stefan Diggs was pissed. He fucking left left the fucking game early. Uh, there's some fucking tension there. It seems like he was yelling at Josh Allen at some points of the game. I, I you know listen. I can't disagree with Panther. Uh, Joe Burrow is the better quarterback of the two. Uh, the, there's just something. Not just physical, Arch. You said it all along. There's something mental up with Josh mm-hmm. Allen. He just he doesn't. Doesn't seem to fucking have the want that Joe Burrow wants. It has like Joe Burrow wants it, you know. Josh Allen just seems like, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with winning. That's cool. It's fine. Losing's losing's not that bad either. You know that that's the Joe Burrow fucking. Uh, that's the uh, the Josh Allen attitude right now. Joe Burrow's like, fuck you. I never want to lose a goddamn game ever again. <laughs> Not only that, I think uh, Burrow doesn't seem to want to lose a play. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Joe Burrow, he's got that hunger. He's got that swagger. Like he's got whatever the it is. Joe Burrow has it, and he kind of like some of other players and other sports. You know, kind of talk. You almost some like don't like him, but he says it. He's like, listen, the window is open for the Bengals as long as I'm here. Like. That kind of mental swagger rallies the troops behind him. This team, those other 52 players in that locker room are going to war for this guy. It's only his, I mean, technically it's third year. His first year was kind of a wash, but 
I mean, he's got that whole city, that franchise, that locker room. He's the it. And dare I say, the two best quarterbacks in the entire NFL, Mahomes and Burrow, are going at it this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. That, uh, if you're playing at home, it's Philadelphia minus two and a half against San Francisco, and it's Kansas City minus one. Oh, holy fuck. This is where the games get tighter. These lines get fucking tighter and tighter, right? That's for fucking sure. Uh, on the NFC side, too, if you add up the ages of the two quarterbacks that are playing, I think it's only two years older than Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, and thanks to Dak, Mahomes is now the oldest player left yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the old playoffs. Fart. <laughs> old, old, old quarterback, the oldest quarterback, right? Yeah, that old fart. He's all yeah. hobbled, too. Yeah, it's just really. <laughs> it's going to look like Tom Brady out there, mobility wise. Yeah. Well, we should probably take a breather. Yo, go ahead. You got something? Oh, I was just going to say, it just goes to show you that the NFL is in good hands. Like the quarterbacks that we're seeing in this league, the NFL is in good hands going forward. Yep. And Sam Darnold. Uh, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Uh, what is the book club? It is a private Discord server. And I don't need to explain how technology works, but there's a server somewhere. And in, in, I don't know where, where Discord has them, but there's a server and it's dedicated just to us. That's right. And you can hang out with us if you go to thedgens.net or everyonehateswens.com and then you get access to the private server for three free days. And after that, it is only $25 a month. You can talk sports betting. You can talk spicy memes. You can look at barbecue. You can do anything you fucking want. But try to be nice, guys. Like, really? You know, I mean, just try to be a little nice to each other here. We, you know, like, it's a community pool. You don't want to take a shit in it. So, you know, just if you take a shit in it, scoop it out and fucking, you know, clean yourself up. Uh, but yeah, you can hang out with us if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Just hang out during AFC games in the playoffs and then just tiptoe out of the book club during the NFC games. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, kittens Mark, have Mark, claws <laughs> during the NFC, <laughs> NFC games. Marky Mark was the smartest motherfucker. I mean, I, I, I wasn't here for most of it either. I, ca- I caught up after the fucking fact. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I, I went out to uh, the fucking bar and I was drinking Guinness and then the Guinness caught up with me for a while. Uh, so I, I was not really hanging out in the Discord last night. But Marky Mark made the, the he's like he's like, I'm just gonna dip out for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> he was a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. NBA. Oh my God, there's really, nothing really. Uh I'm gonna talk Memphis Sacramento. It's one game I want to talk about. Uh, Kings coming into this game. Close loss to the Sixers there last time out. Prior to that, it just seemed like this team couldn't lose. They were playing some great basketball. Memphis 
I think presents another big test, another big challenge for the Kings. Grizzlies coming off of a loss to the Lakers from over the weekend. Uh, Memphis just 11 and 12 on the road this season. And one of those road wins did come earlier in the season against Sacramento. But man, that the Kings team that was then versus the King teams are now two fucking totally different teams. You know, in the previous seasons, it was always about like they had the talent. They couldn't quite get it all to fucking work together. You know, they made that big trade with Halliburton and Heald. And we're like, yeah, what the fuck does this team look like? This team looks better. They look complete. It just seems like that they found that right balance of talent. And uh, they're a dangerous fucking team out West. So. Uh, I know Memphis is one of the better teams in the league as well, but I feel like the, the Kings grabbed this one. So it's $10 bet on Sacramento. I like both these teams. I like the way both of them are playing. Um, Demonis Sabonis has been playing extremely well. This is not even the same guy that we saw in Indiana. He is clearly the leader. De'Aaron Fox has taken over the point guard position with Halliburton gone. But Memphis, the depth, the amount of guards, everything about and the way they're playing, it's just hard to bet against the Grizzle. Uh, I like the Kings because they're at home, but I like the Grizzle because they're the deeper team. I couldn't get to a side. Uh, lean on Memphis. Yeah, I'm leaning Memphis here too. I, I don't really, I'm not really crazy about this game. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if Sacramento wins, uh, but I'm leaning Memphis here. I don't, I'm not touching this. All right, that's the only game I'm betting Whoa. today, Panther. You, you got one or two? One, just one. Oh, Arch, yeah, Arch we'll you're take- the anchor today. Bet them all. Carry the show, Arch. Uh, We're going to look at Minnesota going to Houston. Um, This is probably more of an indictment on the missiles than it is. I like the T-Wolves. Rudy Gobert might be back. Carl Anthony Towns is still out. But Houston is in full implosion mode. I think the T-Wolves might be able to cover that six and a half. So I'll lay the six and a half and put ten bucks on the Timberwolves. Yeah, I mean, if I squint, if I really, really squint, then maybe I can get Minnesota covering this one on the road. But I, I, I couldn't quite get there. It's just maybe like a half a point or a full point off for me. So I'm going to lean Houston at home getting those points. I mean, they are in full tank mode. But, I mean, you know, Minnesota doesn't seem like a team, especially on the road, that blows fucking teams out. So even the shitty-ass Houston uh, Rockets there. So I'll, I'll lean on Houston. All right. Yeah, that's another game. I'm just leaning. I'm going to lean Houston with the points, but um, I don't want I don't want a piece of this game at all at all. What do you want a piece of? And not a whole lot, honestly, today. There's nothing that surprises me. Let's look at uh, let's look at this one up here. Boston, Orlando. I do think Boston wins the game almost every single time. But if this uh, eight, no shit. Oh, eight. Man. Wow. Orlando, lock it up. Hundred yeah. percent. Orlando plus eight. Ten bucks. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Orlando at home is actually a dangerous team, and Orlando has fucking played Boston tough this season. So uh, this is, this could be a weird matchup. Marcus Smart injured. Now, uh, Celtics got some good news. It seems like Danilo Gallinari is progressing much faster than expected, so that's going to be a nice boost for them, hopefully uh, leading into the playoffs. But he ain't on the floor. Marcus Smart ain't on the fucking floor tonight. <laughs> uh, Orlando got uh, Isaac back, right, too? So um, I don't know. I agree with you. Uh, solid lead, moral support on the Magic. Yeah, it was seven and a half when I saw it at eight. I really do like the Magic because uh, Banchero plays much better at home. The whole team plays much better at home. Their average points per game, it's about a six or seven point difference between their home and away splits. Uh, so eight points, I do like the Magic, but I won't curse you by betting it since I didn't write it down. Lean on the Magic. All right, another one. Milwaukee's going to win the game, I'm pretty sure, but... 11 and a half or let's say 11. That's uh, Sports Illustrated. I just noticed that now. 11 points seems like a little too many here. So I'm going to take the Detroit Pistons for 10 bucks right there. 
I, I guess with that line, they're anticipating that Giannis is going to play. I mean, he's been banged up. Middleton's still fucking out. Uh, I, Drew Holiday ain't fucking beating the Detroit Pistons, you know, by himself. So, uh, yeah, tons of fucking moral support here. I do think that Detroit, with with those points at home, um, they're, they're not in France this time, right, Panther? They're actually fucking playing in. in <laughs> no, they're Detroit, actually right? playing in Detroit. They're, they're in Michigan. So yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, lean on the Pistons. I see what you did there. You just wanted an excuse to say the M word, you little fucker. Uh, listen, I've been shitting on Detroit all season long, and it's easy to do, but 11 and a half. I mean, Giannis has to play for that to be the line because the Bucks have not been playing very good basketball with him on the sideline. Even with him, I think they'll monitor his minutes and maybe even pull him in the fourth quarter if it's a blowout. I'll lean Detroit with those points. All right. That's all I want to talk about on the podcast. I got more thoughts for the book club, but let's show the hockey. Yeah. Hey, uh, only one game for me, too. Let's talk the Buffalo Sabres at the Dallas Stars. Both teams coming into this game, winners of three of their last five. Uh, Dallas, we know, pretty good home team, right? They've got a 13-5-3 and record at home this year. But Buffalo, not too shabby on the road, 12-7-1. and one. Um, So they're finding a way to win on the road. And, you know, listen, the Sabres got to give uh, upstate New York something to root for as, the, as we move into February because they're, they don't have an NFL team to root for anymore in upstate New York or New York in general or New Jersey. Um, Buffalo, well, listen, I, they, you know, I think they have a chance to win this game. I don't quite have them winning, you know, to the majority of the time, but I got them winning enough to fucking warrant this plus line. So nice uh, little value play here. $12 bet on the Sabres. I, listen, I full wholeheartedly agree. The value is on Buffalo. I just don't have them winning. I, I'm going to eat the chalk and put it on the stars. So I went to a minus 178. That's a, it's some healthy chalk, but I think the stars went at home. So 10 bucks on Dallas. How long have we been doing the show arts? Wow. I can't remember a time where we weren't doing the show. So yeah, yeah. This, this is like, like the end of The Shining. You have always been here. Yeah, B show, the B before show, and after, you know, after death. That's what <laughs> I feel like right now. Panther, what else you got? Uh, one more game. Let's have a look at the uh, Florida Panthers namesake, named after Sex Panther. Uh, going to New York, take on the Rangers. Uh, listen, Florida sucks. I don't. I, this is not the same team that we saw the last two or well, two years. Um, th- this team is not what we've known and i don't trust them especially on the road i don't exactly love the rangers but at home i love them enough to lay the 135 give me 10 bucks on the rangers i wouldn't say they suck i mean they have they They suck uh, they're horrible they've won four of their last five fucking games and the only loss was a 5-4 overtime loss at toronto i mean I, i wouldn't say that they fucking suck in fact i think they're playing starting to play some better hockey than than they were earlier in the season um not not out of it i mean they're they're you know they're hanging in there uh for the wild card in the east uh new york i they're a disappointment to me this year i mean both teams are a disappointment to me but new york uh i think they win this one i couldn't justify the fucking line so i'll give you moral support i'll lean the rangers with you but i i couldn't get there that's it just two hockey games is there any chance any chance at all that Calgary loses? I mean, they're minus what three ninety at points bet. Is there any any value on Columbus here plus the three hundred? No. No. <laughs> if it was in Columbus, maybe. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm I mean, listen. You know, like Columbus is going to get their wins throughout the season here and there. I just, I just, I just don't think it's going to be today. <laughs> 
<laughs> like really the, the the fucking difference in uh save percentage between these two fucking teams is is ridiculous like the fucking starting goalie for the columbus blue jackets on his best day can't even scratch markstrom on his fucking worst day shit he can't even stretch play uh, vladar on a fucking ba- on his uh, you know, worst day like mm. this columbus team is a goddamn fucking mess and to think that they got the top fucking free agent the top fucking free agent went to columbus and he, i bet you he's looking around saying man i probably should have picked the devils <laughs> i probably should have picked the devils even even the flyers at this point but no i had to go to goddamn columbus fucking columbus yeah i i, I don't have it man like i really like even at i i mean i think i had this at minus 275 or 280 or something like that before mm-hmm. and uh almost had the implied probability to fucking bet calgary i wasn't gonna fucking do it but i, I think i almost had it yeah what he said okay all right max any comments we want to talk about oh we got some comments uh nardog dax still sucks zeke still sucks cowboys still suck and he says i'm gonna i'm dropping a couple of cowboys off at the pool right now oh ramon i think san fran by the way they hate when you say san fran out there they hate that so if you if you if you really want to you know piss them off just say san fran as much as you want uh he thinks san fran's can keep the eagles under 28 Mm. um Ramon, he likes the under 45. He's using, he's using European fucking numbers, 45, comma, 5. It's, it's arch fucking territory with the fucking commas up in Canada, right? They use the fucking commas up there. No, the fu- think, thankfully, that's not one of the stupid yeah, European traits. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So he likes the under 45 and a half for the NFC Championship. Uh, Marky Mark, every once in a while, he makes a smart decision, talking about him sitting out for a few hours last night. And Nardog just saying Michigan. He did not say that. He just he put said, this ugly ass yellow M on there. That's Michigan, right? That's Michigan Wolverines, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, I was like a local high school or something. Those are trolls. I was, it's a Monday. Why are we trying to piss off Panther? You know, here's the thing: is, is I look at this Michigan logo, and I, you know, oh, I, Jesus I, I see, I see half of it kind of looks like the N from Notre Dame. So there's a lot of similarities between Michigan and Notre Dame. It seems. Well, they've always wanted to be like the Irish. M always comes before N. No one wants to be like the Irish. Trust me, I'm Irish. <laughs> uh, the team total, Ramon, is 23 and a half for the Philadelphia Eagles. Look at that. So, Look yeah. At that. Well, I mean, we could try and find you an alt line of under 28. <laughs> Probably won't pay so well. What do we talk about today? We talked about what happened last week in the National Football League. This is it. We're in conference week. This is unbelievable. Season's almost over. Only three more games to go. And I don't even know what they're doing for the Pro Bowl. I've heard a lot of shit, and none of it sounds interesting to me. So I'll probably skip on that. We also talked about the NBA and NHL. Of course, Max, that's it. That is it. And the important thing is I got three more Sundays left, and then I don't have to do a Sunday for 22 weeks in a row. Right? And so, You're not counting or anything. Yeah, I'm just like I, I discussed it with Maxie. Just I'm off until football wow. season starts back up. So, so it's Nardog, like are you ready to uh, just step into your your Sunday morning slot? I think so. I think mm-hmm. Nardog's ready to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's another thing about our picture because anyone's picks over on Twitter, betting absolute, no matter where you listen. Please, highest rank, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, I, I I admit it. I've been absolutely fucking murdering us in the fucking parlays lately. I still have oh. the edge. I still have the edge overall since we've been tracking. Uh, but yeah, I have just been atrocious in the parlays. Uh, but fuck you, I'm gonna take the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> it's not maybe not as bad as 
taking the Giants with the money line. <laughs> uh, what are we getting about there? About plus 150? I had 146, but I'll try to find a better, something better. Arch, what do you like? Um, give me, oh boy, this is tough. Um, I'll take Detroit plus the 11 minus the 110. Detroit plus 11. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the Rangers. I think the Rangers get it done at home. So, uh, minus 135 thereabouts. Arch will find us better. So we got the Buffalo Sabres. We got, uh, Detroit. Pistons and the Rangers. That is your degenerate parlay. We're here on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly exclusively, it's right here in the book club. You can call us out by name. Like I'm going to call somebody out by name. I missed it because I was real busy at the casino and everything. But Ryan X Brown, welcome to the degeneracy. So glad you're here. Get in there and shoot the shit with us, and we'll shoot it right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.